Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of uh, Market Lane's uh, Coffee Podcast. Um, this is Einar, and I'm sitting down with Jason today to discuss some of the coffee myths and questions that you had in response to last uh, staff email. Um, Jason started his roasting career roasting a lot of uh, decaffeinated coffee uh, in London. Uh, can you talk a little bit about um, the difference between uh, roast, a filter roast and espresso roast and uh, the level of caffeine? Mm, I can. Hello, everyone. Thanks very much for your um, great coffee myths and questions. I did roast a lot of decaf at Monmouth Coffee. I think I roasted only decaf for eight months or something. So I, I got to know the bean quite well. And there's some really good questions about decaf coffee, roasting and brewing. Um, we'll address a couple of them, them now. So one of the first questions um, we can address is a few people asked how the caffeine is actually extracted from coffee. And there are two main methods that we see commonly. There's the Swiss water method and then there's the industrial, you know, chemical process that they, they have traditionally used. Um, the industrial process basically steams the green coffee beans with a chemical and that chemical picks up caffeine on the way through bed of green coffee and that it sort of extracts the caffeine via chemical sort of dissolving the caffeine. It's quite aggressive and the coffee has to be re-dried again. So typically you do see that the coffee ages faster and it can taste quite cardboardy and generally doesn't have a very long shelf life. It also loses a lot of flavor because that aging process is accelerated. Uh, the second main process is the Swiss water decaf process. And it sounds nice because they're trying to make it very, very natural and more of a, a cleaner way to decaffeinate coffee. This process is only done in Canada, so it's quite expensive to, to get coffee decaffeinated. They basically, they soak the green coffee beans in water to extract the flavor and the caffeine. And then they run this flavored water through a charcoal filter um, and they design this filter to only extract caffeine and not the flavor as well. And then they soak the same green beans back in the flavored water without the caffeine. So the idea is that the flavor goes back into the coffee, but the caffeine remains in the charcoal filter. Um, again, with this method, they have to re-dry the coffee and it does age um, quite a bit faster than regular green coffee. Yeah, this extraction process, it does take the caffeine, it takes the, the flavor of the coffee, but it's the flavor of the green coffee. So sort of a pre-roasting flavor. So it takes out, yeah, it takes out some carbohydrates, some sugars, some things, but it's, it's unroasted coffee. So you don't have those sort of brown elements that you get from the roasting process. There was a, another question relating to the process of decaffeination, and that was, does the caffeine that's extracted from coffee get repurposed in any way or reused? And the answer is yes, it does. It gets used in energy drinks and, and for those caffeine pills like no-dose and uh, stuff like that. And next we had a few questions about caffeine and the roasting process. And this is slightly more complicated, but I'll try and, I'll try and break it down, <laughs> down so it's easy to understand. But during the roasting process, there's about 15% weight loss in all coffees. About 10% of this is moisture, but the remaining five are things like carbohydrates and sugars and other things that make up the coffee bean. One of those things that is lost is, is caffeine, but only very slightly. So caffeine does break down in the roast, roasting process, but only like marginally. So what happens is with a dark roasted coffee, we might have overall say 18% weight loss. And for a light roasted coffee, we might only have say 10% weight loss. So that difference in weight loss means that by weight, the darker roast coffee will have more caffeine than the lighter roast coffee. The brewing process is slightly different. I'll try and explain that a bit later. So to summarize, darker roast coffees will have more caffeine by weight than lighter roast coffees. Um, and this is obviously 
comparing the same green coffee roasted light and dark. If you have uh, different uh, different varieties or different species of coffee like Robusta and Arabica, it doesn't matter how you roast it. Robusta will always have more caffeine than Arabica. Uh, another question we had about caffeine was uh, what's the purpose of it or why is it in plants? And probably a lot of you already know this, but it's a it's a natural defense mechanism for, for the plant. So some some nightshades have a, a really bitter bittering agent. Some plants are poisonous to humans. Caffeine's a very strong bittering agent, and it's used as a defense against animals munching on the leaves and the the plant. So it's used to protect the plant from from pests. There are also a couple of comments about myths between which type of coffee gives you the best caffeine hit in the morning. It's a little bit of a difficult one to answer because it does depend on the uh, brew ratio of the coffee and obviously also how how much of it you consume. But we'll go away and get some numbers together for our standard recipe, so like a single espresso or a latte and compare that to a, a filter coffee. Broadly from personal experience, I think they have about the same amount of caffeine. So if I have a double espresso, it's the equivalent of having a cup of filter coffee for me. So I limit it to two of those and that's good for me. <laughs> There was a, a question about cascara and uh, flower tea, uh, the caffeine content of cascara and flower tea. I can say for cascara that the caffeine content is about a quarter of that of coffee. So if you have a mug of ca um, cascara brewed with you know five grams per 250 mils and a, a filter coffee brewed with 60 grams per liter, the caffeine content of the cascara is about one quarter of that of the filter coffee. That's based off some research that Square Mile Coffee did a few years ago for their, for their cascara. And we're assuming that it's the same for our cascara. Flower tea, I have not seen what the caffeine content is, but I will research it and let you know. Thank you, Jason. I hope that answered all of your questions about uh, caffeine and uh, coffee. Uh, next time we'll debunk some other myths that came up in the questionnaire. Thank you. Stay caffeinated. Thank you. <laughs>